Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom and good morning. This is Karen and I'm your reader today. Today is Thursday, November 9th. It's also the 25th of Chishvan on the Hebrew calendar. Our Torah portion that we are going through this week is Chaye Sarah, which means Sarah's life. And today we are going to be reading from Genesis or Bereshit, chapter 24, verses 53 through 67. Before we begin, as we normally do, let's take this moment and bless God and thank Him for the privilege of reading through His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then the servant brought out articles of silver and gold and garments and gave them to Rivka. He also gave precious gifts to her brothers and to her mother. Then they ate and drank, he and the men who were with him, and spent the night. When they arose in the morning, he said, Send me off to my master. But her brother and her mother said, Let the young woman stay with us a few days or ten. Afterwards she may go. But he said to them, Do not delay me, since the Lord has made my way successful. Send me off so that I may go to my master. So they said, We will call the young woman, and let's ask her opinion. Then they called Rivka and said to her, Will you go with this man? She said, I will go. So they sent Rivka, their sister, off with her nanny, and Avraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rivka and said to her, Our sister, may you become thousands of ten thousands, and may your seed possess the gate of those who hate him. Then Rivka got up with her maids, and they mounted the camels and followed after the man. So the servant took Rivka and departed. Now Itzak had come from visiting Be'ir Lechai Oyi and was living in the land of the Negev. Itzak went out to meditate, strolling in the field at dusk. Then he lifted up his eyes, and behold, camels were coming. Rivka also lifted up her eyes and saw Itzak. 
Then she fell off her camel. Then she said to the servant, Who is that man there who is walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, He is my master. So she took a veil and covered herself. <clears throat> so she took a veil and covered herself. Then the servant recounted to Itzik all the things that he had done. Then Itzik brought her into the tent of Sarah his mother, took Rivka, and she became his wife, and he loved her. So Itzik was comforted after the loss of his mother. That was Bereshit, chapters 24, verses 53 through 67. And now from our reading from the Nevi'im, we will read in Judges, or Shoftim, chapter 7. Then Yerubael, that is Gidon, and all the people who were with him, rose up early and camped outside in Herod, while the camp of the Midian was north of them by Gibath Morai, in the valley. But the Lord said to Gidon, Too many are the people who are with you, for me to give the Bidianites into their hand. Otherwise Israel will glorify itself against me, saying, My own hand has delivered me. So now make proclamation in the ears of the people, saying, Whoever is afraid or anxious may turn back and leave from Mount Gilead. So 22,000 people turned back, while 10,000 remained. But the Lord said to Gidon, The people are still too many. Bring them down to the water. I will test them for you there. Now it will be that he of whom I say to you, This will go with you. He will go with you. But any one of whom I say to you, This one will not go with you. He will not go. So he brought the troops down to the water, and the Lord said to Gidon, You are to set apart every one who laps the water with his tongue, as a dog laps, and every one who bows down on his knees to drink. Now the number of those who lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, was three hundred men. But all the rest of the people bowed down on their knees and drank water. Then the Lord said to Gidon, With three hundred men who lapped, I will deliver you and give the Midianites into your hand. So let all the other people go, every man to his place. So the three hundred took provisions and their shofarot in their hands. He sent all the other men of Israel, each to his tent, but he kept the three hundred men. Now the camp of Midian was below him in the valley. It came to pass the same night that the Lord said to him, Arise, get down against the camp, for I have given it into your hand. But if you are afraid to go down, first go down to the camp with your attendant Pura. Then you will hear what they are saying and after that your hand will be strengthened to attack the camp. So he went down with his attendant Pura to an outpost of the army that was in the camp. Now the Midianites, the Amalekites, and all the people of the east were lying in the valley, as numerous as locusts, and their camels were countless, 
as numerous as the sands on the seashore. Yet when Gidon came, behold, there was a man relating a dream to his fellow, saying, Listen, I just now had a dream. There was a loaf of barley bread that came tumbling into the camp of Midian, came up to a tent and struck it so it fell, and turned it upside down so that the tent lay flat. His companion answered and said, This is nothing less than the sword of Gidon, son of Joash, a man of Israel. The Lord has delivered Midian and all the camp into his hand. Now when Gidon heard the account of the dream and its interpretation, he bowed in worship. Then he returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has given into your hand the camp of Midian. Then he divided the three hundred men into three columns, and he put into the hands of all of them shofarot and empty pitchers, with torches inside the pitchers. Then he said to them, Watch me and do likewise. So behold, when I come to the outskirts of the camp, do just as I do. When I and all that are with me blow the shofar, then you also blow the shofarot all around the camp, and say, for the Lord and for Gidon. So Gidon and the three hundred men who were with him came up to the outermost part of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch when they had just posted the watch. Then they blew the shofarot and smashed the pitchers with their hands. When the three columns blew their shofarot and broke the pitchers, they held the torches in their left hands and the shofarot in their right hands to blow. And they shouted, a sword for the Lord and for Gidon. Each one stood in his place around the camp, and then the entire army ran shouting as they fled. Now when they blew the three hundred shofarot, the Lord set every man's sword against his fellow throughout the entire army. So the army fled as far as Betshita towards Zirah, as far as the border of Arbel Mehola by Tabath. Then the men of Israel were summoned from Naphtali, Asher, and Almanasseh, and they pursued Midian. Gidon sent messengers throughout all the hill country of Ephraim, saying, Come down against Midian, and seize the waters down to beth all along the Yarden. So all the men of Ephraim were summoned, and took control of the waterside as far as beth by the Yarden. Then they captured the two princes of Midian, Oreb and Ze'ev. They slew Oreb on the rock of Oreb, and they slew Ze'ev at the winepress of Ze'ev. They kept pursuing Midian, and they brought the heads of Oreb and Ze'ev to Gidon from across the Yarden. That was Judges chapter 7. In our readings now from the writings or the Ketuvim, we are reading Psalms chapter 30. A Psalm, a song for the dedication of the Temple of David. I will exalt you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and did not let my enemies gloat over me. O Lord my God, I cried to you for help, and you healed me. O Lord, you brought my soul up from Sheol. You kept me alive, so I would not go down to the pit. 
Sing praise to the Lord, his faithful ones, and praise his holy name. For his anger lasts for only a moment, his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but joy comes in the morning. When I felt secure, I said, I will never be shaken. O Lord, in your favor, you made my mountain stand strong. When you hid your face, I was terrified. To you, O Lord, I called, and to my Lord I made my plea. What gain is there in my blood, in my going down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it declare your truth? Hear, O Lord, and be gracious to me. O Lord, be my help. You turned my mourning into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. So my glory will sing to you and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. That was Psalms chapter 30. And now to our reading from the Apostolic Writings. We are reading in Matitsyahu, or Matthew, chapter 24, verses 1 through 28. Now when Yeshua went out and was going away from the temple, his disciples came up to point out to him the temple buildings. Don't you see all these? he responded to them. Amen, I tell you. Not one stone will be left here on top of the other. Every one will be torn down. As he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things happen? What will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Yeshua answered them, Be careful that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Messiah, and will lead many astray. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for these things must happen, but it is not yet the end. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. But all these things are the beginning of birth pangs. Then they will hand you over to persecution and will kill you. You will be hated by the nations because of my name and then many will fall away and will betray one another and hate one another. Many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. Because lawlessness will multiply, the love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. This good news of the kingdom will be proclaimed in the whole world as a testimony to all the nations and then the end will come. So when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then those in Judea must flee to the mountains. The one on the roof must not go down to take what is in his house, and the one in the field must not turn back to get his coat. Woe to those who are pregnant, and those who are nursing babies in those days. Pray that your escape will not happen in winter or on Shabbat, for then there will be great trouble, such as has not happened since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will. And unless those days were cut short, no one would be delivered. 
but for the sake of the chosen, those days will be cut short. Then if anyone says to you, Look, here's the Messiah, or there he is, do not believe it, for false messiahs and false prophets will rise up, and show great signs and wonders, so as to lead astray, if possible, even the chosen. See, I have told you beforehand. So if they say to you, Look, he is in the wilderness, do not go out. Or, Look, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For just as lightning comes from the east and flashes as far as to the west, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man. For wherever the carcass is, there the vultures will gather. That was Matthew chapter 24, verses 1 through 28. If you're reading through the apostolic writings twice in this year, you will also read Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 17. That concludes our readings today, and I hope that they bless you and continue to bless you as you go throughout your day or your evening, or whenever you are listening to this podcast. I also want to thank everyone for their continued messages and prayers and support. We feel really honored whenever we receive them, and definitely feel your prayers and support throughout this continued time here in Israel. Until next time, busy moms, this is Karen wishing you shalom from the Golan Heights. Music